0: You are now tuned in to Believe. Do you believe?
1: What's up, everybody? Thank you for tapping in some untapped egg i'm rj zimmerman here with the co-pilot the man the myth the legend the one and only monte ball uh how you doing big guy
0: i'm good man I, I i all is well it's it's funny we've been i think i did the first six maybe uh our first ever six episodes i think i did the intro and then i think you took over from there it's such a, just an awesome welcome that I get. So I just I just I just appreciate it, no. <laughs>
1: Well,
0: what's up, man? I'm 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 well. I'm doing. I'm doing I'm doing all right. How about yourself?
1: Uh you know, I'm I'm a little tired still. Um right from a uh, big vacation to right big work. To <laughs> it's uh um, yeah. you know, for anybody who doesn't know, I work on high voltage power lines. So uh I help get to the electricity from the generating station to the to your house.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um you know when storms roll through, that's when I get busy. And storms rolled through Wisconsin uh this past week and I have been busy. Very uh <laughs> <laughs> you know we you had a couple to tornadoes up. drop down. Uh none officially in Our territory, but definitely some heavy winds, big trees down. Uh, but let's start, let's start here, okay? It yeah. is my youngest child's second birthday today. It
0: is, happy birthday, is. happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy Daddy Daddy loves birthday. You. Daddy's proud
1: of you. <laughs> um, I'm excited to it's celebrate big, that.
0: It's a big, it's a big birthday. It's a big birthday, the number two. That is a big birthday. I remember my son's big two. That's. Uh,
1: I remember his second birthday. Yeah,
0: time. it's memorable. It's it's uh, it's that number. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm interested to watch his reaction.
1: <laughs> I think. Um, I think he's going to start singing and not realize that we're singing to him. This is what's going to happen?
0: Oh, absolutely. We we got to bet. We got to bet that he's going to tell everybody no as soon as he realizes then that they're singing we're singing for him he's like no (laughs) (laughs) this is this is a response but anyways
1: so (laughs) my oldest is gonna be jealous so apparently oh yeah we ashley bought him a present too so he won't be super jealous and i'm like it's normal okay yeah i get it it's normal because like yeah his birthday is like the youngest birthday is about it, exactly right in between six months. I still get jealous of his older birthday. I don't get I still get jealous, jealous of, like, my, of
0: my of my siblings' birthdays. No, no I'm,
1: I'm just glad <laughs> if I remember to send him a happy birthday text or a call. <laughs> if we get halfway through the day, I'm like, "There's something that's going on today. What is it? Something. Something. All right. Oh, let's that's get what into it. it, it, it is it. okay. Yeah. All right.
0: Let's get. No, no, no. You're good. I was just say let's." Let's go ahead and roll into this babble. We got a lot to catch so up on. I mean, the last time was... We are back. We yeah, are. We're back. We we are. We are back. We are back. I mean, last time we spoke, we were sitting in a hotel room um, out of the country. Again, we traveled safe. We got tested. I mean, they. this country that we traveled to was very strict um, for obvious reasons. So we came back. We're all safe social distancing, et cetera, wore a mask, all the above, wonderful trip, wonderful vacation with the family, good time getting away. As soon as we get back, man, you got super busy, huh? <laughs> with with work like and before,
1: the- Before I got back. So, you know, yeah. Our our plan was to get an episode in the can, to be able to upload it. Uh, while we are on vacation, and then you had a really yeah. good idea. Hey, what do you think about just getting up early one day and recording an episode? I'm like, actually, that sounds really, really awesome. Uh, right. That sounds almost like what we should do, absolutely. So we did yeah. it. And I don't know, we we didn't plan for technical stuff, so no. there was no audio, <laughs> and it's only on YouTube. But that's okay. That's okay. It works. We got it, it out it's there. It's a good episode. It really is. Um, it's a really solid episode. So if you haven't seen it, check out YouTube. We're having issues with Premiere right now, so hopefully soon we can get it uploaded to audio. And um, that's what—that's kind of what we—what we, what we have for that. Uh, yeah.
0: We'll so get it up. Vacation.
1: It'll- vacation beforehand got really busy really quick. Um. I guess I'll let people know I'm moving out of Wisconsin, so we are selling our house and we were getting stuff ready, so it's super super busy. And uh then vacation hits. Obviously we're gone for a week. Hold on,
0: hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's take a step back there. Let's let's let okay. that let's let let's let that simmer for a second again. That 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 you know, obviously I've known, uh but you know, letting you have the opportunity to share it of course. Leaving the state of Wisconsin, huh? You know, yeah. obviously you don't have to share where you're going, but how does that how does that feel for someone? I mean, you're 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 from here. This is your soil. This is your land, as in the state this of Wisconsin. I love motherland. <laughs> yeah, and it's this is where you've been your entire life. Um, how's it feel leaving, man? Like that that's that can't be that's got to be a weird feeling, huh? I don't know, you, you, not you tell yet. me. You tell
1: maybe me like after the first week and I wake up and then I realize oh we're not going back, then yeah it might catch up with me. That's kind of how I am. Like until it happens, I don't really I don't know, maybe it's because I don't let my feelings come up or whatever, but so yeah. my family is not in Wisconsin. Um uh, my family was the only family in Wisconsin, so anytime we had to go somewhere to visit family, we left the state. So we would leave the state for weeks at a time, all the time. So Texas, right? Uh, Texas, Iowa, Missouri. Um, we went to Tennessee.
0: Wait, you got family in Missouri?
1: Yeah, Kansas City.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I remember I got... my mom actually said that. I remember that. Um, oh.
1: Well, I had a, I had three cousins and an uncle that lived there, and then um, one of my cousins moved down to Texas. But my gosh, yeah. And then one one of my cousins <coughs> lives in Atlanta, so we we're planning on going to see them. Be a little closer now, possibly be able to make that happen. But so yeah. right now, like I'm used to being out of the state of Wisconsin, it it doesn't feel like a big deal right now, but. Come football season it will be guaranteed because all of a sudden I won't be able to watch the
0: I was to say you're games. leaving right when you're you're leaving right when the Ho Crux might be broken. Yeah. Uh the 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 Wisconsin history, the Wisconsin sports history, uh that being in a nutshell, what we're talking about here, guys, is each team has been like cursed, making it all the way right there to the door of a championship, but just not opening up that door. Every single team, Bucks, Packers, Badgers
1: Brewers. But it
0: seems like Brewers, but it seems like this year's gonna be different and you're leaving. Bucks that's already got the
1: championship. That's because Giannis Giannis just opened <laughs> that door and slammed it home. He's like, Nope.
0: Brewers are at the top of the central, NL central and El Central. Looking good. And looking really good. Really the Packers, good. we already know what they're gonna they they're gonna make it other their their division all the time. So this it's, might be the year and you're gonna be out of state.
1: <laughs> um yeah. That's okay, right? No, I'm just giving. I'll be, I'll be texting. I'll be calling people for sure. It's going to be interesting watching the Packer games. I don't know how I'm going to do that yet, because not every game
0: (sighs) you're going to be spending some money, sir. That's That's what you're going to be doing. Probably what I'm going to have to do. (laughs) That's what you're going to be doing. Yeah, because where you're going to be is,
1: uh, or I'll be just listening to it on the radio. Which I'd be okay with that too. Um, Catching the highlights. I'll pro- I'll have to spend some money though because we have We a got a lot podcast. to catch up on, man. So, yeah, I, this is it's something later in the
0: episode different. I do want to talk some football later cuz I just been I've been watching a lot of football lately. As in pre pre pre-camp stuff, camp stuff. I follow a lot more pages now and just been catching up on some information. We got Even though this is not our sports cast,
1: I feel like we'll get into that at the end. We'll, touch, that on the it. End. we'll touch on it. Yeah. But go, go ahead. ahead. All right. So here, here's what I. This is like my big topic that I want to talk about, and I'm not not the moving topic, but so we go on vacation, and uh, on our way back, United changes our flights. Uh, oh. Like a month before, they change our flights two <laughs> or three times. We're flying with a. Well, he turns two now, uh, so he was one year old at the time, and a three year old. And uh we go from one layover to two. And the first layover had we had an hour and a half in between. Okay. Mm-hmm. Should not be a big deal. Uh this but we have to get through customs at that first one. Second layover, we had 45 minutes. So we fly in uh to the first layover, get through customs, and at this airport where we go through customs, you have to go out of of the security and back yep. into th- and through security. so what? Is that how it is everywhere you go through customs? Because <laughs> I've never had a layover going through customs. I've only gone through customs where we were done. Right. This is the first time I've gone through customs and I had another flight to catch. So do you always leave customs and have to go through security again?
0: I've never done it before. That was my first time actually experiencing that because they said, Whenever we got off the plane, yep. the guy was directing us into the terminal, and he was like, if you have a connecting flight, you have to go get your luggage and then go back through security. I asked him twice because, you know, he had, a, he had a pretty thick accent, so I was like, maybe I, maybe I didn't hear him correctly. And he said it again. I was like, wait, we, we got to – I got a connecting flight. I got to go get my bag and pretty much go through security again to get on this next flight? Yeah, so that was my first time as well, too. It was a little – It's different. It's different.
1: (laughs) So the airlines know you have to do this. They have to know you have to do this, right? And um, we hit it right when um, I think three other flights arrived. And then there was a bunch of people getting there to get on their flights. Yeah. So if our, our flight was delayed at that second stop an hour, and if it was not delayed, we were not making that flight. We got through security when that flight was supposed to take off. Not when it was supposed to start boarding, when it was supposed to take off. We would have had to book it. It there's I think we had to take a train too. I oh, think geez. we had to take a train to get to the terminal. So there was no way we were making it. Um, so our flights delayed. We're flying in into Chicago, and we I go up, we had 15 minutes from the time the plane landed to the next plane taking off. Oh geez. anybody who knows Chicago. You have to taxi for fifteen minutes to get to your gate. You ain't making it. So I go up to the gate. I'm like, "Hey, there's no way we're making this connecting flight. Like, is there anything we can do? Can you fly us to like Detroit for a different, a later flight to Milwaukee? Whatever." Looks it up. Refuses to check other airlines whether other airlines have flights and says, "Nope, you'll you'll make it though. You'll make it. There's time in between." I'm like, "We're flying with the one and a three year old." Are yeah. you sure? Because we, you don't understand how much it takes to pack when, when you land and stuff.
0: That's annoying.
1: So uh, we get on the plane and ready to take off. And the only way that we were making this flight was the flight in Chicago to Milwaukee was delayed. And when we're getting on the flight, they undelay the flight and it's on time. So we land as that flight's taking off. It's like, well, we're not making it. And then it's supposed to be a two and a half hour flight. It ends up being over four hours because they had to take a different flight pass. So we really didn't make it <clears throat> flying to Chicago to United and we go to get in line to figure out what we have to do. We have a one and a three-year-old at this point too. And yeah. I, I'm not mad yet. Like it, it is what it is. Chicago to Milwaukee. That's not very far. They'll get us a bus or something like I can't get mad because thunderstorms delayed a flight. Like, why would right. I get mad about right. that? Right. In Chicago, there is like 80 people in line because they missed their flights. And we have people going to Germany, people going like all over the place, not just going home. And they have to get these flights for the next day. And then United is not giving out hotel rooms. Right. They tell you to stay in the airport. That's- And then because they overbook all their flights, they can only put you on standby. So they're putting my family with one and three-year-old on standby for the next morning. They tell us with the one and a three-year-old sleep in the airport. They don't do buses anymore. They stopped that a few years ago. So there's no bus to take us an hour to the north to Milwaukee. And um, what else was there? Oh, they they won't pay for uh, a taxi, so they have all these people that they're saying you literally stranded. You have literally to stranded. stranded. Yeah, like
0: that's the definition of literally stranded.
1: So then we See, asked if we could get our bags and stuff, and they said no, they're locked up for the night. And I'm like, so we're supposed to stay here in yeah. this. So my in like, the airport. What are you talking about? Our bags are locked up. Oh, they're downstairs and they're locked up. We can't get to them. They outright lied to us about that. They'll be on our next flight. They'll be in Milwaukee. I'm like, okay, luckily you guys are landing in Chicago. We're not mm-hmm. having a one and a three-year-old sleep in the airport. I'm sorry. Right. I don't right. care who you are, and I don't care <laughs> why you think that that's okay. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. Your dad looks it up, and he finds 10 hotels that have rooms. They're telling everybody the hotels are booked, so they can't get hotels for anybody. Turns out... They only checked hotels they have deals with. Yep. So that's the only, they would not go out to uh, help customers. This is corporate greed. This is what I'm talking about. They do not care that you paid money to get where you have to go. They are going to pocket all of it and get you there the cheapest way possible. They will not look at other airlines. They will not do anything. And they say it's because of weather. So I go up with my three-year-old. Sleeping on me, and I say, We found transportation, we need their car seats. Okay, well, baggage sometimes has extra car seats that you can borrow. It's like, No, I need I want mine. I mean, yeah, it's like, <laughs> So she's like, Well, let me make a phone call and I'll see if they can get it for you. So she calls down, and her friend is going to walk back and see if she can find our car seats. We get down there. There's five people working luggage. The luggage isn't locked up. They just don't want to have to go in the back and get everybody's luggage. So they lied to everybody that their luggage is locked up. Their luggage was not locked up. So corporate greed. Corporate greed. This It is beyond ridiculous that anybody that you paid your money to and could not fulfill right. would make you do this. So 9.30 a.m. next morning is our flight. They have us on standby. The next flight after that is eleven thirty. We would also be on standby on that if we weren't able to get on the nine thirty flight. So we'd have to. See, sit that's there my thing. For two hours waiting for this flight and then not get on, and then we wouldn't even be guaranteed. And then the next flight was like three something.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's the thing. That's that's the one that's a little odd from Okay, the 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 straw that broke the camel's back, in my opinion, all of that. It all sucks, for one. And being told you're have to you stranded in an airport sucks. But the whole being put on standby yeah. the next day is like, oh, no. It's like, I paid for a flight. I paid for, I have a ticket. I have a seat. You guys overbooked. So don't put me on standby on the next one. No, give me a seat. For the next flight. If you're not going to accommodate me for my troubles, now I got to stay in this airport. You're not going to pay for a hotel. Whatever happened to the days where they gave you a hotel and they gave you a food
1: voucher? Right. And th- that was also the thing. So we got in so late, <laughs> no restaurants were open. So there was an 86 year old man in front of us, hadn't eaten, and they were offering him the snacks from the flights because they couldn't get him food. And they told him to stay in the airport. There's no place open for him to get food. They weren't giving out food vouchers. They are giving out nothing. But they had free water bottles they were giving out to people. Sorry you have to sleep in an airport. Here's a free water bottle. Sorry you're on standby for the next day and you may not make your vacation. Here's a free water bottle.
0: You know what my dad said whenever you guys shared that information with us? It had me cracking up. He said, United ain't been the same since they dragged that doctor off the plane. <laughs> Ever since that
1: I happened, almost, I almost spit my coffee all over <laughs> the computer. That's a good one. But this is like ever, what I'm getting. Ever at, since like...
0: that happened, and then they just been acting up. United, and then they, aren't they the airline that taped that woman to the to the seat? No, granted, no. I think she was. Oh, that was a different airline. She okay. was
1: trying to open the door mid-flight. True, but which is which is necessary? That would kill Taper. Everybody. Well, <laughs> right, um, but United
0: has just been. I I never fly United anymore because they always lose but it's my bags.
1: United, it's Frontier. It's you know. Well, yeah, <clears throat> right. You look at all these airlines. It's all about corporate greed. They got a Especially bailout Frontier. from the government, and they took it, it and did. bought stock buybacks with it. Yeah. Like at Especially a certain Frontier. point, corporate greed took over from the. It's not even greater good. You're allowed to make money, right? But when you make money at the detriment to your customers, which is what you're doing right now. I remember one time we flew Air Canada when we were going to Italy on our honeymoon. Our flight was delayed because of weather and we were going to miss our connecting flight. So they found a different flight on a different airline right away without us asking. We didn't even know this was happening. They called us up, told us this is what's happening. We're going to help you guys out. They got us a flight. Direct to oh, Italy. and it so was, it was a a better invited. flight. So they got us another a flight on another airline, and then they gave us food vouchers for the uh. <laughs> That's uh, what's,
0: you're a business and you're yeah. supposed to accommodate your customer. If the customer comes in, if the product is online yep. and it says it's in the store and they come in saying, oh yeah, you said it's in the store but it's not in the store, then I'm, as 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 a business, this is just an example of course, but as a yep. business, like, okay, now I'm going to accommodate you and now I'm going to give you half off on it because of your troubles or something like or that.
1: Or even 20% off. Like, 20% you know, off, yeah. But they did as nothing. I mean, they ugh. did literally nothing. So, we ended up Booking an Uber, so the kids went home with you guys. Booked an Uber, drove, paid for it ourselves. Drove to Milwaukee. It was, it's just over an hour, just over an hour. It's not far. I looked up rental cars. There were no rental cars. There was no, no, It's just a super inconvenient. Like, what, what are just, you doing? And then that's not what you I, paid for. I paid. Refund me my money until we missed Like we didn't get on that flight, that next flight. Like that is such. Whatever. It's like oh, personal problems get flying from Chicago to Milwaukee, right? But companies need to do better for their customers. They need to do better and they need to face consequences when they don't. And are this you is ridiculous. Flights? Not just how are you overbooking flights, but how <laughs> are you telling 100 some people that they have to stay in the airport? They can't get their bags. You're not going to find them any hotel. There are hotels available, and you right. aren't going to pay for one because you're too cheap because of your bottom line.
0: This is oh You hair. make billions is- of dollars
1: a year, and you can't spend the $5,000 it would take to put all those people right. in a hotel room. We're talking peanuts. And then peanuts. you're not going to pay your workers either. You're going to cap your workers that yep. they work to keep us safe. The only reason that we're safe in the air is because of the work that they oh, do. Yeah. It's... it's- I get so, it's so out of the passionate irate. about this. And then you don't want to pay your workers, so people aren't going to come work for you and then you get mad and you say people are lazy. They don't want to work for their money. They want to sit at home. No, you don't want to pay people so people aren't going to come work for you. That's what it is.
0: Well, and they're probably they're probably tired of getting cussed out by customers for the airline's fault. It's not their fault. The ticket person's fault is the airline's fault. But again, it's still the airline not accommodating the customer, so yep. the customer's just taking it out on the person in front of them. I'd be sick of that too. I bring that up because as we're waiting in the airport in Miami, as we were coming back, we just now got back into the country. We saw a guy, a gentleman who was up at the counter at Frontier wing off. Off. Screaming. Got two police officers were called to the to the gate. For him because he was just mad the same stuff he was like you guys keep screwing me he said you guys just keep screwing my ticket up or something they flagged him for some odd reason he does not know the reason long story short i mean obviously he's through security through security he's sitting at the terminal at the gate uh and it's it's that he just kept screaming at them saying all you guys keep telling me to do is just call this 1-800 number and no Mm -hmm. one picks up He was like, I've been here for like five hours, stranded in Miami. And then he even said it too. Can you guys at least give me a hotel? Yeah. Screaming at them. And I was just like, I kind of, you know, you don't, you don't, obviously you don't have to scream to get your point across, but I understand the frustration. I mean, we're talking 10 at night. I mean, again, just another example of this corporate greed. You, 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 you're making money off the, off the backs of people going through a, troubled time or it's just difficulty inconvenience and you just don't care you just don't care and all that's right that's
1: the thing if you show you're stranded in the airport you
0: know, good luck
1: get us a hotel and, we're gonna, put on,
0: and we're gonna put you on standby mm-hmm. the next day that's the that's i'm telling you that's the straw for me broke the camel's back okay you screwed me here that's fine if i need to sleep here in the airport whatever but now you're gonna put me on standby so now it's I may fly out tomorrow. I may not. So what so what the hell did I pay for?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and we had a cool. we had a check bag with a bunch of diapers in it. We were down to one diaper because we were expecting to be home by that time. Right. So we had one diaper and they were like, Well, uh, we can't get your bag, it's locked up. And it's like, uh, this is such How- such me- hmm.
0: This is, you want me staying in the airport but I I but I can't get my bag that has my stuff in it to you know, you know accommodate my stay <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's, like, it's how much money is enough like that's that's what we really get down to like how yeah. much money do you have right. to make before you're like you know what greater good greater good finally we're, we're gonna make the society a better place like there's a social contract and when you take everything and you hoard it for yourselves Airlines that's mm. a big problem like we There is a point where air travel is a necessity because time is our greatest asset. It's what we have that is the most valuable resource. It's our greatest resource. Flying helps us save that. There is a price to that, so we pay for that. But then when you can't help us finish that contract that we are expecting you to come through and you say, well, my, my hands are tied. No, no. That's not true. You just refuse to help. Like that's what that is. That is corporate greed and at a certain point, you need to be way closer regulated because you are breaking the contract that we are expecting giving you this money. Yeah. And it yeah. beyond ridiculous. Beyond ridiculous. I should not have to find my own transportation there, pay for it out of my own pocket no. because other people may they can't do that. They can't do it period. So, if somebody I mean, had to work the next day and they missed it, and then they could get fired because they missed that. So true. Like, mm, you you have to do better. You have to. When it's only an hour trip to the north, you can right. rent a bus. I know there were multiple people that that's the flight they needed. Rent a bus and get us there. That wouldn't have costed a lot.
0: Um, would have, Like you said, peanuts. Peanuts to a multi billion dollar organization, yep. company. Oh, hey, we need to pay for a bus for.
1: But when they lose know, a million dollars because COVID and people aren't traveling, we need a bailout. We need a bailout right now because we are not right. going to make record profits this year. We're going to be closer to the red, even though we're still in the black. We're going to be closer to the red. We're going to have to lay everybody off because I need to go golfing in the Caymans. F- Corporate greed, man. F these people. F these Corporate people. Corporate greed. I'm mad. I'm mad. Welcome
0: to America.
1: Unionize. <clears throat> know what you're worth, don't let people take advantage of you.
0: It's going. There's a little bit a good one.
1: There's a little bit of room that you have to give people. After that, don't give in. Don't give in.
0: It was interesting, I'll say that. It was very, very interesting. Things were going smooth on 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 my end. Um
1: on the entire trip, things were great. It was one of the best vacations I've ever had. It was nice. It was nice. My now two-year-old jumped off the side of a boat into the ocean, right. like 15 foot down. 15, he didn't just do 15, it once. 18. He did it twice. I was waiting at the bottom. Don't worry, everybody. Like, it was okay. <laughs> he wanted to do it. No, he he's the one who jumped. He was good. Yeah, it's still. We I still watch that video. crazy. On.
0: Corporate greed. See, man, I i i tell you, man, and bringing it back to that again, just the last thing. Still, what I get hung up on every single time is to put on standby. That, to me, I would have been irate. I would have been like, (laughs) I would have been so mad I would have just laughed. (laughs) I would have been like, wait. So you're putting me through all this, and now you're going to put me on standby for tomorrow. So I don't even know when I'm going to fly out tomorrow, if I even fly out tomorrow. What did I pay for? That's (laughs) That's <laughs> what did I pay for? I paid to sleep in the in, in the airport. That that's essentially what you got, what you paid for, or or to hang out in the airport. It, that's just you would think an airline like United wouldn't do that. Yeah, you know, you'd think like Spirit or something, or, or or something. Again, I'm not not here to bash any companies, of course, but let's just be I honest. Am. You would think
1: Spirit, <laughs> Frontier, American, they would for sure. But Actually, not no. you. I've never had issues with American. I'm sorry. For neither,
0: I, American. neither have I. Actually, uh, neither have I. It would be it would be Spirit of Frontier that would do that for sure. But you would not you would not expect for United to to I I always expect for United to lose your bags. They always they that's why I haven't flown with them in a very very long time because they always lose my bags every time. And so often, you guys, to where I knew that they were going to lose the bag. I don't know if they were searching through the bag because they may have saw my name on it or something. I don't know. But it was so obvious. It was happening so many times. It was so repetitive. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm done with this airline. But anyways, United doing that is just it's just odd, man. And that sucks. But I'm glad you guys glad you guys figured it. it out. And hopefully, hopefully they're gonna reimburse you for the taxi or what have you, something. I would be I would be on that phone. I'd be on their That's ass. What I
1: said I said they should be paying <laughs> for this taxi because it got us from Absolutely. Chicago to Milwaukee. And they promised Absolutely. to
0: do that. It's, I would have, it would be doubled for the penalty. Right.
1: <laughs> I'd have to pay interest if it cost them money. So, Oh, you know it.
0: Oh yeah. But yeah, you're going to pay $4,000 just to change your flight. It's like, Oh wait, no, I got insurance. Oh, uh, well the insurance, it really just covers yeah, yeah. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. So, <laughs> so.
1: that's what, that's why we didn't record last week because you know, you guys got in very late. So you didn't get home till four in the morning. I didn't get home till six yeah. in the morning. Um, So yeah, last week we were going to record an episode and it was like, uh, let's do it the next night. And then (laughs) storms in Wisconsin and I'm out working and then it's like, okay, we'll push it to uh, (laughs) later in the week. And then we have a very special guest on a sports podcast, super excited. Yeah. I get called up north again. (laughs) 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 So I'm tired. I have three hours of sleep on Sunday. Monday go to work, whatever. Tuesday I'm up working, 16 hour day, staying in a hotel. <clears throat> it was actually a little more than 16 hour day. And then um wake up in the morning, drive home. They're like, there's gonna be storms Wednesday night. You know, go home, get yeah. rest. Don't bust your butts on Wednesday. Just relax. Get home. You know, I'm sleeping. Tornado warning. Go in the basement. Yeah. The kids in the basement. Everybody check the radar. Okay, it's for the southwest of us. All right, we're good. I'm going to try to go back to sleep. Try to go to sleep, then tornado the warnings over, get the kids back upstairs, get them in bed, and then I wake up knowing I'm going to be going up north and it's like, oh, well, it was it was
0: hit from every direction. That's just what I, that's just what I have.
1: That's... And then technical issues obviously, we talked about Premiere, we talked we had other issues and it's like
0: just a week. It was a week. It... And I and I that's why I put that tweet out there too. It's like, hey, we're a year and a couple months into the podcast, and, and we're bound to have one of those weeks for sure. Um some of the greatest shows out there podcasts have issues. Um so we would just really appreciate everybody still bearing with us for that. But anyways.
1: So that anyway, was, it was a little no, stressful. It was a little. Stressful.
0: I know. I was. I was letting that just, just simmer there for a second. That that's. oof. that, that that's, that's 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 that would be. I would be pissed. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> gosh.
1: Well, you know, when it comes to cravings, we always talk about removing yourself from like situations and finding something else to do. Yeah. And some of the hardest moments that I have is on storm, and. You get done working your second 16-, 17-hour day in a row and like third of the week, and you go to the hotel, and a bunch of guys you haven't seen for a year, two years, are there drinking. That's when it gets the hardest, when they're drinking Mm -hmm. and telling stories and you're having a really good time, and you can smell the beer that you used to drink. Even though it's like three people down and there's four drinks in between you, you have your little soda but you can smell that one the one that you used to drink yeah. you can smell and you know you remember what it tastes like you can you can still feel the bubbles on your tongue you Oh, know? yeah man and, that's and how you i just I'll... know it's going to hit you know it's going to hit but you know i got a couple how cravings do you with that?
0: yeah i got a couple cravings towards the end of our vacation so i was just like man like this you know you're in the caribbean you you good weather um
1: they got good rum just
0: all the above and I was just like man I know my old self I would be drinking right now or tipsy or drunk um but obviously was able we I was able to manage it you were able to manage it as well so how do we handle it um it all depends you know obviously for those listening in it all depends on where you're at in your recovery um you have to be honest with yourself for sure if you are capable of being around those scenarios being around those folks, um, but you know us being in a good place in our recovery. Like I'm not worried. I'm not worried that you were in that situation because obviously I know that you're in a good place in your recovery and vice versa. I think it's
1: there's a lot of stress to add it up to it though, right? Like that's true. There is um,
0: that everything that was mentioned, and then
1: <laughs> I mean, and then
0: you got that in front of you.
1: I, you know, uh, we had a listener tweeting earlier in the week about. How when you go sober, um, people treat you different.
0: Mm-hmm. It's it's, yeah. it's
1: true. It's true. And it I, I had a feeling of where it was going, where his tweets were going to go. And then the next day he tweeted about how he's had friends that haven't talked to him since he's gone sober. They just ghosted him. And people he used to hang out with are not there anymore. You know, I, and um, I tweeted at him and I'm like, the cravings. Don't go away. It stinks. You lose friends. Um, right. We try. We try to be honest about that. That there's, there are people that in your life that aren't, they aren't going to be there after a couple months, right? Um, no. Yeah. And that's something that you have to be aware of, but it shouldn't scare you away. My life has not been less fun since I start, stopped drinking. It's been right. more fun. I remember everything. Right, I remember everything I did last night. I remember everything that I did on that storm, like I remember all of it. I don't have to wake up thinking about who do I have to apologize for because if I do, I know what I have to apologize for <laughs> yeah oh yeah
0: there right? oh, yeah. there's many 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 perks to uh. Getting away from the bottle—that's for sure. Remembering vacation, all of the above. Uh, not running into the law. Um, it, it's yeah, it's been it's been good. It's been good for sure. Um, but yeah, but I understand how the summer could be difficult for folks. Um, mm-hmm. Vacation, summer, like you said. You, oh yeah,
1: you see those the oh, yeah. rum mixed drinks, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like,
0: yeah. You got the music, you got the sun, you got the beach. You got, I mean, it's the perfect then, storm, literally. Part of it,
1: too, is how our society wraps drinking up into everything. So, Oh, yeah. If it was just that, like, I don't know if we'd have cravings, but because every single movie, when people are happiest, when they're relaxing, it's that music, it's the shirt, the vibes, and they got a beer or a drink in their hand. Mm-hmm. Or you. every single movie, TV show, whatever it is, like, society tells you, when you're having a good time, you should be having some alcohol. You should be
0: drinking. System. That's true. That's a really good point. That's actually a very, very simple way of putting it, uh, talking about just the American society, our culture. I mean, there's other other countries do the same, uh, but it's, yeah, if you are having a good time, how Hollywood depicts it is if you're having a good time, there has to be alcohol present or some form of a drug, some drug that alters your state your mind that means you're having a good time
1: right that means hmm. your life is good not just you're having a good time
0: that your life is good, life I, that's, is good. Deep. that's deep that's deep that's deep because that is so true when you sit back and actually really think about that every time you see it on movies it's, it's, it's when they get to that point of happiness towards the end of the movie where they're all sitting around the dining table and toasting to their accomplishments their Life is good and they're drinking. Or obviously when they're at parties, their life is good and they're drinking. Commercials. Summer commercials. People jumping into the lake. Summer shandy commercial, whatever the beer year, whatever they're called.
1: No, they're summer shandies.
0: Summer shandy. So yeah, I never thought that that's the very, very good and simple way of putting it. I'm not That is true. <clears throat>
1: One thing I wanna say, like I'm not anti alcohol because some people can be responsible with it. Right, right. But it is interesting how we always depict it that it not we, but like everybody depicts it that way. And then Well it's just when you here's say the you're thing. an alcoholic, people are like, uh, you know, well why? Right. Why? Why are you? <laughs> why why do you drink so much? Why you know right. why can't you stop?
0: Why it's like, do you think these you drink cravings? So much? it's like take a step back and actually look like i think but that's the thing is again i, I love how you mentioned that too cuz i think that's an important topic that i think we've briefly touched on in the past but not not so not so much in depth like we're not anti alcohol yeah and i think that's what makes people feel a little weird around us when we're in those social settings and they're questioning if they should drink or not i think that's where that barrier comes into play or is because they're like, okay, are they anti-alcohol? Do they, are they now judging me because I'm drinking? Absolutely not. Uh, absolutely not. And I always tell folks that just because I couldn't handle it doesn't mean you can't, you know, drink responsibly. If you're going to drink Uber or have a DD, et cetera, you take care of yourself. But I think it's when you are drinking, when you're in that lifestyle, you know, the the analogy of being inside the bottle, you can't read the label. Mm-hmm. So for that question, when people say, well, why? Why are you an alcoholic? Why do you drink so much? It's like, get outside the bottle for a second, literally and figuratively, and just take a step back and look at how much alcohol is advertised. I mean, let's be honest. Sports run this country, run a huge part of this country, bringing a lot of revenue, entertainment. It's entertainment. It's money-driven business. It brings in so much money for these cities. Well, you got Anheuser-Busch doing all of their advertisements. <laughs> On all these sports uh, the commercials, uh, Super Bowl commercials, all of the above, sponsoring massive events, Bud Light, Budweiser, all of the above. So it's just always right there in your face. And especially, like I said, talking about American sports, you they're heavily tev- televised, heavily just watch this game, watch, 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 watch. And so on social media as well, again, what comes with that are the ads, beer, alcohol, all of the above. So, I mean, it's just all around. It's all around. You see it everywhere. Someone in our chat right now, Jenny, she saw it this morning. Some beers, a white claw, an unopened white claw near the dumpster this morning. It just is what it is. Unfortunately, it is very different here. In this country, but also in the state of Wisconsin. And again, I might be all over speaking, the place right there. Well, but speaking of that, of the we had a
1: question on our last YouTube video uh, from Academic oh, yeah. Saints, who I believe is Jimmy. If it is you, Jimmy, speak up. I miss you. <laughs> What's up? Uh, <clears throat> he says, what we would think a healthy relationship with alcohol looks like. With us being from Wisconsin, mm. alcohol is involved in everything we do. It's part of our culture. It's like yes, absolutely. It is it absolutely part of our culture. Not only is it part of our culture, it's part of our how much we can drink more than you. is uh-huh. part of the culture, right? Um,
0: it's a like competitiveness. And
1: I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I've been sober for seven years, and I would still tell people that I could drink them under the table. But that—that's because like the culture that I've been raised in. Like, and I would be serious about it.
0: So what, what was the question like,
1: again? <clears throat> what do you think a healthy relationship with alcohol looks like? And with that being part of our culture, how does that? Wisconsin's culture.
0: Unfortunately, I don't think.
1: Influence it?
0: Unfortunately, I think out of the, uh, out of all the folks of age in the country who consume alcohol, I would say only 5% consume it responsibly. Or, or excuse me, excuse me. No, let me rephrase that. Only 5% have a healthy relationship with it. 10% have a healthy relationship with it. I would say it's a very, very small number that has a healthy relationship with alcohol. Because if you go by the guidelines that the doctors go by or whatever, it's like, okay, well, how many drinks do you have a week? They say if you have five drinks a week, you're an alcoholic. Out of all the folks who drink alcohol in this country of age, you know for dang sure. That they're drinking more than five drinks a week. People have a glass of wine after work every day.
1: For some, sometimes
0: sometimes three, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes the bottle.
1: What do you think a healthy relationship <laughs> with alcohol looks like?
0: Now, to answer the question, what does it look
1: like? So for wow. me, I really like that question. It would be like you have a beer with your dinner, and then. Kind of like that's it. Like, if you even if you have one every night with your dinner, maybe two, like, yeah, at night, like that's kind of it. And then you could just stop yourself, or like, let's say you go out with friends and you're not like chugging drinks left and right, you're not double fisting, you could take a shot here or there with your friends, but you can stop yourself, not drive, yeah. not, yeah, make like being able to stop yourself mid consumption to me. Is a sign of a healthy uh relationship, but also <clears throat> being able to understand when you need to like skip a night of drinking or um how how it affects you mentally a little bit. You know, there's a there's a lot yeah. of different things that can I like go that. into it.
0: I like that. And I think it's and again I mentioned what I mentioned because I just want for people to really understand that as well. If we actually go by the guidelines. Yep. Maybe they need to adjust the guidelines, but again, adjusting the guidelines, does that say more about the folks in the country that we need to just keep raising the bar of that alcoholic bar? Oh no, now it should be 10 drinks well, a week or 15 drinks a week, Wisconsin then you're an alcoholic There's drinking,
1: and then <laughs> there's everybody else, right? True. Or I should say, there's Wisconsin drinking, and then there's kind of everybody else.
0: I think my, my answer to that question, I, a lot of what you said is what I would say as well too, is being able to... St- being able to pull back significantly, like in the moment, mm-hmm. uh, mid-consumption, I think is very. I think that's that's a very, very important tool to have in the toolkit uh, for having a healthy relationship with alcohol. But also, I believe too, is if you are very comfortable, if you are really, really comfortable with planning events without alcohol, and if like you internally are comfortable with that, if you get to that point, or if you are at that point where you can actually plan events without even thinking about alcohol or, or bring an alcohol to the scene or, and if you're actually internally comfortable with that, I think, I think that's a good sign that you're, you have a healthy relationship with alcohol.
1: That's a good point too. That's something, yeah. that's something that you don't do in Wisconsin though. Right.
0: It, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, and again, it's I, that I, and that I say, quarter barrel. <laughs> right. And I say internally, because again, there are many events that are planned that it would be very inappropriate to bring alcohol to uh, a church event. No, as in like at a church, at a church, like like,
1: what you don't go to church and not drink.
0: (laughs) No, I said internally because it's like, okay, how do you actually feel knowing you're going to this event? You're going to this social gathering that you actually planned, or maybe even if somebody else planned it, but there, but there, you know, there's not going to be any alcohol. Do you actually feel okay? Or are you really thinking, man, this will be so much better if there's alcohol, whatever side you fall on is, is your answer. To that question.
1: That's a good point. In my opinion. That's solid. That's
0: solid. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I, I like that question. I'm glad that we question. can get
1: that, that question in from Jimmy. So Indeed. If it is Jimmy, Equitas Saints. Um,
0: <laughs> Indeed. I, I like that question.
1: I was going to say, um, when it comes to Wisconsin, You being from another state, is it really as much alcohol is drank as the stereotype is, as we kind of are led to believe, or do you think it's actually kind of similar?
0: I think it's similar. See, I I love that question, because I think it is similar. Alcohol consumption, everything, you know, it's perception. Perception is reality. Um and the perception of Wisconsin is, is the drunkest state in America. That is just a perception. That is just the badge of honor here. And since and because it's such a badge of honor, that's just what it is now. All 50 states, all the rest of the 49 states. No super drunk state is Wisconsin because the folks there rant about it. The folks there wear it on their sleeve. But back home in Missouri, alcohol is consumed the same way it's just not advertised the same way sure and when i talk about advertising i'm not talking about on television because on television no matter what there's
1: red tape you can I'm just talk talking about anybody in wisconsin on the street they'll tell you <laughs> that they can drink you under the table
0: it's just about how it's proudly what how it's talked about on the mm-hmm. streets the bars the schools etc the culture does not surround alcohol back in missouri like it does here in Wisconsin. That's just what it is. It's, it's literally in the culture in the state. Um, but again, it's probably consumed the same, but just how it's just in the culture. It's, it's just, it's in the culture. It's in the fabric. And that's just different from back home.
1: Yeah, that may, that doesn't make sense. So, uh,
0: Jenny, I was in, I was in the St. Charles County area, about forty miles straight west of St. Louis. So, more actually, at the time, it was it was a rural, rural area. Um, and don't get me wrong, alcohol was still consumed a lot. Uh, but I was in high school. I mean, <laughs> you know, teenagers are consuming alcohol, unfortunately. But it, 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 it's just not in the culture like it is here. It is just talked about a lot in wisconsin everywhere you go every event um obviously on television um it, it's it is what it's what happens here but anyways <sighs> and then i you know I, I like wisconsin though but it's that needs to change it does
1: we um yeah it's just i i notice it from some of my family and um Iowa as well, like, they could drink. They could drink, right? But then when they would drink with my brother and I, no, they couldn't. But, <laughs> like, th- my brother has a way healthier relationship with alcohol. And I think part of it was seeing me mm-hmm. um, and how I struggled with it. And my brother did have his struggles as well in his 20s, um, early 20s. But he was able to pull back, and he, he is able to have – a beer and be done. He's able to have two mixed drinks be done. Just, you know, he, his, he doesn't, the first thing he does when he comes home from work is take a nap. It's not open a beer. So, nice. yep. um, yeah, I, I'm pretty proud of him to be able to, uh, you know, break that family, uh, curse. Cause you know, yeah. and some my grandpa had peri- intermittent periods of being sober because he would drink a lot. Uh, you know, my, my dad is sober, um, ba- pretty much for the same reason. I'm also sober. Uh, it's something that I'm going to have to be open and talk about with my two boys is mm-hmm. that this is something that runs in the family and you have to be careful about. And it's not just alcohol. It's the addictive personality. Yeah. Cause I definitely have an addictive personality. It's a
0: self-medication. It's, yeah. it's the thought process. It's just unfortunate that our self, the 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 self medication that we used was detrimental to our health. Um, you know, because you can self medicate with puzzles. Oh, I love doing puzzles because it helps me yeah. when I'm feeling depressed or when I'm X Y Z. Ours was just poisoning our system. So yeah, that's important as well too. You talk about the alcohol, obviously, when when my son becomes of age as well too. Nature versus nurture is it the gene or is it what he's brought up in? But long story short. I'm going to share the same thing with him, but also talk more about, as well, the self-medication. Understand what's your vice. What is your vice? We all have them. Just make sure that vice is a healthy vice, you know, if you like.
1: I I want to be the person to be able to have conversations with my kids, even though they might make me uncomfortable. Like, I want them to understand that they can talk to me about anything, and they don't have to hide things from me, right, or keep things down or not. Be honest right. with themselves. Um, that's something that I want to do as a parent, so that hopefully they don't have that hole. So yeah,
0: that's that's an important thing. And and I think honestly, with all of that, I think also we got a quick little transition here, just talking about being a parent and stuff. I think honestly, the greatest gift. I've obviously, other than, you know, talking to your kids, talking to my son about, you know, the the dangers of treading down that path of experimenting with alcohol. Is the greatest gift I think a parent can give a kid, their kid is the ability to overcome adversity. That's the greatest gift, in my opinion, I think that a parent can give their child because that is just life. Life's going to beat the shit out of you 24 seven. That's just what it is. That's just so unfortunate. The day you're born, you're going to be getting your ass figuratively kicked. For the next amount of years at your life. Um, obviously, there's different, it's a, it's a broad spectrum of how that's going to be, but that's just life, unfortunately. It's, it's unfair. But I think the greatest gift you can give your child is the ability to overcome adversity. Examples, examples while they're growing up. Let them go through healthy, troubling times, let them figure it out. Show them how to overcome it. Maybe, but then a couple of years down the road, let's see how they overcome it. That that to me, I just want, I just wanted to share that. Just wanted to share that because I think that's important.
1: Definitely, I appreciate that. No, 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 no. I'm not telling you it. how
0: to be, trust me. I'm not telling you how to be a parent. No, 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 to, no. I, I know. I'm out. saying like
1: I appreciate that way of yeah. looking at it. Right. Um, yeah. So I we need. Unfortunately, we need to start. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's on you. Winding down here, so
0: this was kind of just a regather podcast. Right. But again, you know, we got some exciting back, episodes
1: coming up. Baby.
0: Let's go ahead and talk real quick. Let's let's end on what we got coming up. I mean, again, you mentioned we got a very important guest, very awesome guest. Uh, we've already tweeted it out, so we're we're working on scheduling. Sean Merriman is going to be joining us. And he already gave us the green light. We just got to figure out the date and time. Yep. That's going to be exciting. Um, most definitely exciting. Um, we got... After that, I'm going to be giving examples of how Peyton Manning was with Adam Gase. Woo! I got plenty of examples, you guys. Especially and again,
1: as far as it relates to the Aaron Rodgers press conference. Uh,
0: right? Yes. Yes. And again, each example is not going to paint either person in a negative light. I like both people. Um, but... I got some got some interesting stories of, of, of some interesting arguments that I heard on the sideline in a game between them two. Um, what else we got cooking up, man?
1: Well, um, we're hoping to get uh, some more football players on. Right. Uh, yes. We're looking at uh, getting a doctor.
0: Oh, yeah, that's on. that's going to happen. I was with her so, yesterday, okay. so that's going to happen. She said she said we can do that this upcoming week, just got to pick a day pick a day. So that's going to be awesome.
1: Um, So when we get, (laughs) get this going, we're going to have some really fun guests. Uh, Yeah. And then hopefully, you know, we might have our uh, first recurring guest on this show too. So uh, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Look for our sports podcast. We're going to be going ham on the next one. We got a lot bottled up since the last ones. I'm going hand. Um yeah, I'm if going we ahead. give uh you know that's we got guests coming up, look for it. We'll have our shows coming back now. There might be a week where we have to postpone, get me uh out to Virginia with some internet, you know. And I guess now you know where I'm going. And then uh <laughs> uh we'll go from there. We'll go from there. So check us out next week, check us out later this week. And uh everybody let's have a great week, right? Indeed. This is gonna be indeed. We're gonna have some really exciting episodes coming up. We do. And we uh, do. We're not we're not lights gonna hide. Out. We're not gonna hide. Yep. Your boy let's lights go. out. So boy. let's try it's to be, be better fun. tomorrow than we were today, because at least if we don't make it, we tried. And everybody have a good week. Happy birthday to my baby. I love you. Happy birthday. And,